Have you ever wondered why there's such a vicious and never-ending war being waged against God-made non-toxic food, wholesome natural supplements, and alternative forms of health care and disease prevention? Have you ever wondered why an equally intense war is directed against those who profess faith in Jesus Christ? This is Dennis Peterson. Thanks for joining me again today on Reclaiming Your Legacy. The Bible clearly warns us to beware of mind-controlling influences in society. Colossians 2.8 says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology, has been getting a lot of attention lately, and it's not only because of his serious warnings against using the very dangerous injections, but it's also because of his interview with secular podcaster Joe Rogan. The topic raising a lot of eyebrows is what he and others have labeled mass formation psychosis. The point is that modern media is being used by major corporate stakeholders to control the way people think. Dr. Malone did an interview with Candace Owens that zeroed in on a reality that nearly everyone now realizes. Listen. Today, you would be hard-pressed to find a sitcom with a nuclear family unit, the idea of a mother staying home, and that's programming your children. It is, and it's intentional. Yeah, okay? of course that's, it is. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's called nudging, and it is actively practiced through all of this programming that we're receiving. If you're willing to watch the tube, you're getting intentional messaging to guide you towards certain types of thinking and certain types of behaviors. And it's, and it's a subtle, slippery slope. We can all agree that tobacco smoke and secondhand tobacco smoke is a bad thing, so no smoking. And we can all agree that it's good for society that we be tolerant of people from different cultures and races. And so showing that people are interacting from different cultures and races, and we have mixed-race marriage. That's a good thing. We can all agree on that. They just keep turning the dial a little bit more and a little bit more. And pretty soon, there we are. We're being controlled. Right. Our ability to think is being controlled. What we think is being controlled. And a strong case can be made that all media and information that we are currently encountering is manipulated. Did you hear Dr. Malone's last comment? We're being controlled. Our ability to think, what we think and all media being manipulated. Also see a summary of the top 12 takeaways from the Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Malone three-hour interview at the link that's provided in the notes for today's program at reclaimyourlegacy.com. Now, the entire interview can be seen at another link that's there, but begin at about 2 and 40 minutes and some for the discussion related to mind control, propaganda, and mass formation psychosis, which is a real bombshell when you start to unpack what is actually going on. In the last hundred years, the craft of deception has gotten more subtle and sophisticated because of the manipulative science of psychology. John Thomas of Health Impact News has done a superb job of researching this battle for our minds and our bodies. Wait till you see what he's found as I unpack some of his insights for you today. It's titled, The Battle for Our Minds and Our Bodies. And let's just dig into part one of that excellent essay. Have you ever wondered why believers who attempt to live their lives according to the words of Jesus and his apostles as recorded in the Bible are constantly ridiculed and called intolerant bigots, hate mongers, stupid, gullible, paranoid, arrogant, and extremists, the scourge of society? Have you ever wondered 
why those same kinds of derogatory words are applied to people who object to mandatory vaccination and those who insist on knowing what is in the food we eat. Have you ever wondered why those who promote worldwide mandatory vaccination, unlimited use of GMO agriculture, and claim that the U.S. medical care system is the best in the world, are always given center stage in any media conversation while their opponents are made to look like fools? There's a battle going on for the control of our minds and our bodies. It's being directed against those who insist upon their rights to eat the food of their choice, to use the health care of their choice, and to believe in God, the creator of the universe. Let's take a look at the history of the mind control programs that go back more than a hundred years. Let's examine the set of lies that mind control programmers are systematically embedding into children and adults to establish what they call a new world order. Our freedom to choose what we eat, our freedom to make independent health care choices, and our freedom to be disciples of Jesus Christ are all under constant public attack. For many, it's now gotten personal, very personal. This is not only about doing battle with forces of darkness that operate mind control programs. For now, let's simply consider what we can do to protect ourselves and our families from the power of real enemy activities. The purpose is protecting your mind, your bot, and your faith. Have you ever heard of one of the earliest mind control and propaganda experts by the name of Edward Bernays? He was the nephew of Sigmund Freud. He's considered by many to be the father of modern psychology. How did he do that? He used psychological principles to intentionally manipulate people to buy products. He said, in almost every act of our daily lives, whether in the sphere of politics or business, in our social conduct or our ethical thinking, we're dominated by a relatively small number of persons. It's they who pull the wires which control the public mind. During the presidency of Woodrow Wilson, Bernays helped promote the idea that U.S. efforts in World War I were intended to bring democracy to Europe. On the surface, his business was public relations, but underneath, Bernays' business was propaganda and mind control. Bernays' concepts were calculatedly used in the 1920s by Joseph Goebbels, the minister of propaganda for Germany's Third Reich, to put Hitler into power. The German Nazis relied on an extensive mind control program. That's how the public accepted Hitler's plan to fund the war effort. The propaganda program convinced Germans it was reasonable and desirable to exterminate disabled children, adults, and even pastors who objected to what Hitler was doing. Believe it or not, step by step, the mind control program, like a cancer, spread insidiously until the German people were willing to exterminate certain undesirables, Jews, gypsies, Poles, and other ethnic groups were blamed as the cause of Germany's economic woes. After Germany's defeat, U.S. government leaders were concerned that the intellectual treasurer of German scientists might go to Russia, where they would develop technology to be used against the United States. Avoiding this as high priority, hundreds of German scientists were brought to the U.S. for a program called Project Paperclip. Hundreds of Nazi scientists with weapons and aeronautic expertise ended up in the American race for space. Hundreds more with mind control skills were blended into the scientific and university communities throughout the U.S. These mind control specialists helped reshape the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, and developed what became known as the MK Ultra program. 
You can research that yourself online. This is where things get a little crazy. Experimentation on adults and children was carried out by the MK Ultra program to see how the human mind could be broken into parts and reprogrammed to commit immoral acts and crimes without conscious memory of the events. The MKUltra program was managed by the CAA and secret military intelligence programs. For many of us who have had pretty sheltered lives, it's hard to believe what MKUltra scientists did to break human subjects in the program. They used LSD and other mind-altering drugs. They even used electroshock therapy, sensory deprivation, sleep deprivation, physical torture causing intense pain, sexual shaming, sexual mutilation, and rape. With these therapies, they were able to destroy the original personality of their subjects. They created compartmentalized sets of identity in the same person that could perform tasks and then be unaware of what they had done. Subjects broken in this way were turned into sex slaves for the ruling elite. Others became couriers for illegal drugs. Some were made into assassins. Children were also victimized by MKUltra operatives. They were raised under direct control of the MKUltra system and open Satanists. The handlers of both children and adults continued to watch over them, using them for decades. Victims were expendable. If their programming failed and they started to remember things, then they would be killed to prevent them from sharing what they knew. The U.S. government would like us to believe that the several decades-long period of mind control research ended when the U.S. Senate instructed the CIA to disband MKUltra in 1977. However, the trafficking of expendable children into mind control programs didn't end. It just went further underground. Drug companies are now continuing the MKUltra program by their experimentation on children and adults. They're developing the exact kinds of drugs that CIA officials described in a 1955 wish list. The goal was to control how the population thinks and how we remember. Experimentation on the brains of adults made another leap forward into public respectability in 2013. President Obama announced the creation of his 12-year brain initiative to decode the functioning of the human brain. It'll establish technology to control brain functioning at many different levels. The emphasis on controlling the minds of individuals is being paired with an even larger program of mind control. The goal is nothing less than the control of the minds of every person in America to create a new kind of new world order. MKUltra mind control is horrible. Yet there's another form of mind control that is part of every aspect of modern society. It's equally destructive to human life. It enslaves people by causing them to believe lies promoted by government, by corporations, and by the media. This kind of mind control is made possible by participating in certain activities and consuming certain products, products that numb the senses, dull the thinking, and paralyze the will. Watch this closely now and think. Mind control programs that are directed toward the entire population don't have publicly known names such as MKUltra, Monarch, or Artichoke, but they are just as powerful. They destroy freedom and independent thinking. They're designed to undermine the Christian worldview and to replace it with one that serves a small group of highly influential members of the ruling elite. Their mind control techniques are designed not only to make people doubt the Bible and forget God, they're cleverly used to condition the population to deny the true causes of chronic illness in America. They form distrust for all forms of health care except those provided by conventional allopathic physicians. 
Allopathic medicine is disease management with drugs and surgery. John Thomas remembered his grandmother telling about how she interacted with the CBS evening news anchor Walter Cronkite in her living room every night. For those who don't know of Walter Cronkite, he was the most famous TV journalist and maybe one of the most trusted men in America in the 1960s and 70s. He read the news on the CBS TV network each evening, Monday through Friday, from 1962 through 1981. In the 60s, Walter Cronkite sat behind a desk and read the news from sheets of paper while the muted sound of a teletype machine punctuated the background. When Cronkite approached the end of a show, he dramatically delivered his vastly familiar sign-off statement. He said, And that's the way it is, Friday, January 1st, 1963. Well, this was followed by a ceremonious closing as Walter set his papers aside and calmly lit up his tobacco pipe while the camera zoomed slowly out into the network logo. Every time John Thomas's grandmother would hear Walter say, and that's the way it is, she'd talk right back to him and say, and that's the way you say it is. John's grandmother was right. Hear what Cronkite wrote in his introduction to the 1996 book, Censored, the News That Didn't Make the News and Why, by Carl Jensen. Walter Cronkite wrote, A handful of us determine what will be on the evening news broadcast, or, for that matter, in the New York Times, or Washington Post, or Wall Street Journal. Indeed, it's a handful of us with this awesome power, a strongly editorial power. We must decide which news items out of hundreds available we're going to expose that day, and those news stories available to us already have been culled and reculled by first persons far outside our control. Today, it's not just national TV news shows that are telling us the way it is. It's every information source in our society. It's our education system, mainstream media like newspapers and radio, not to mention movies, music, video games, and our government. There's more misinformation and outright lies being communicated than there is truth. Can you believe that the lies and disinformation being planted into American minds are enhanced as we consume the standard American diet? And that includes fluoridated water, vaccines, psychoactive pharmaceutical drugs, statin drugs, and more. We allow ourselves to be exposed to immune system-suppressing substances, glyphosate-laden food, genetically modified food, and food containing antibiotics, preservatives, pesticides, and additives that we can't even pronounce and what happens when we throw in excitotoxins and endocrine-disrupting chemicals? You know, all the junk food and flavor enhancers, artificial fragrances and chemicals from plastic packaging materials. They all create a long-term epidemic of bodily imbalance, weariness, apathy, confusion, and disorientation. In the beginning, these effects may be subtle. Over time, they profoundly affect our ability to think clearly. Once the human brain is compromised by the combination of all these elements, people become highly susceptible to believing all manner of lies. Current day mind control programs constantly bombard Americans with hundreds of lies to steer every aspect of our lives. It all creates a worldview that matches the beliefs of faceless anti-humans who are programming our minds. No wonder we hear God's Spirit reminding us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds as we refuse to be conformed by this age, just like it says in Romans chapter 12, verses 2-4. to 4. 
These mind control programs rule the center stage of every aspect of our society. Our minds and our bodies are under constant attack, so we can become virtual slaves to certain groups of people who we can simply identify as the ruling elite. As modern slaves, we're compelled, convinced, and coerced into obeying the ruling elite, whether we know it or not. We submit to their plans, because it's their plans which are constantly promoted by multinational corporations, government agencies, and even religious institutions which brazenly claim to have our best interests at heart. The ruling elite and their mind-controlling puppets are determined to program all of us to only think in authorized patterns so we don't honestly question why things are happening. We're conditioned to accept official news reports and just go with the flow. Just look around you. How many compliant zombies do you see walking around nodding their masked heads and doing what they're told, even when their actions are in direct conflict with biblical teaching? The new world order that they truly intend to create would be a godless society. Principles of eugenics and genetic engineering would be used to create generations of humans who are perfectly suited for the work assigned to them. The natural nuclear family is eliminated. That's too distracting from the grand social plan. Children in their universe belong to the state. They popularize one-liners like it takes a village to raise a child, so they turn education into indoctrination and make it free. Only state institutions can really do the bidding of the ruling elite and the society that they envision. We can't avoid exposure to mind control activities, but we can learn to recognize techniques being used and we can resist their influence. Those who recognize mind control activities and consciously resist them will be maligned as enemies of society. We all see it happening today. Those who ask challenging questions and object to immoral activities are stereotyped by the mainstream as being behind the times. They stand in direct opposition to the acceptable evil that mind controllers redefine as the greater good. Mind control programmers have zero tolerance for their fellow man who wants to maintain independent thinking about health, food, nutrition, and obedience to the creator God of the Bible. Serious dangers are set to entrap those who are unaware of modern mind control programs. Our children have the greatest risk. They're being brainwashed to accept government policy as a substitute for parental authority. Could it be because parents are increasingly irresponsible, insensitive, and undisciplined in their own lives? In fact, a major agenda of modern mind control programming is being executed by the child welfare system under state governments. Programs of Child Protective Services, CPS, in every state in the U.S. are working hard to diminish and destroy the role of parents in families. They substitute the power of the state for God's clear directions to parents. Those who don't fully cooperate with the mind control programmers risk having their children seized by the CPS system and having them put into the lucrative foster care system to eventually be adopted by approved parents. Refusing state-approved medical care and daring to disagree with a licensed physician is one of the most common ways that parents are losing their children to the state today. It's far more common than most people realize. Those who resist mind controllers working for the CPRs are seen as enemies of the state. Bible-believing followers of Jesus are especially seen as enemies. And if we eat clean and wholesome food, homeschool our children, and refuse to submit our bodies and the bodies of our children to vaccination, how can we possibly give over to the dictates of what has now become conventional medical care? Fortunately, there are definite steps that we can take to preserve our freedoms and protect ourselves and our families. 
These steps are discussed in John Thomas's follow-up article on the Health Impact News website, but for now it's important we understand the battle and be aware of what mind control programmers want us to believe and how they want us to act. This war has been escalating for over a hundred years. Without resistance and a massive intervention of truth, your simple freedom to speak the name Jesus and tell your children about God will become a crime. It will be a crime to grow your own food. You'll be unable to refuse food containing GMOs, glyphosate, and pesticides, toxic ingredients like high fructose corn syrups, soy oil, and endless chemical additives will be impossible to avoid. Visiting a naturopath, a homeopath, or Chinese herbalist, or using the remedies that they recommend will be outlawed. You could be jailed if you homeschool your children or attend a church not licensed by the state. This is far more achievable than most of your neighbors have dared to think. Mind controllers are creating a system of lies Everyone must believe so society can function without distraction or rebellion. To accomplish this bizarre aim, mind controllers must create a society-wide perception causing people to think certain thoughts, to have a standard set of feelings about those thoughts, and to behave in a predetermined manner that matches the norms that they have established. To make their system work, they must eradicate the creation worldview established by the Bible. The lies that John describes have been planted over and over again in the minds of multiple generations of Americans. These lies have been repeated so many times and from so many sources that the majority never even questions them. The lies cleverly oppose common sense, thinking about basic principles of life. People are turned against God in the Bible. They teach people to worship man instead of God. Friends, we all must realize the devil's goal is to lead people to unconsciously slip into a kind of passive slumber where they can't wake up enough to discern truth from lies. They just go along with the flow wherever it takes them. This is why, like Paul in Ephesians 4, I emphatically say that you must no longer walk as the unregenerate Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. As believers in Jesus who choose to live by the word of God, we must always remember that we have an advocate who will help us to wake up from our slumber. God the Holy Spirit gives us discernment to judge between truth and lies. If you're a true disciple of Jesus, don't underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. Don't be shy about asking your Heavenly Father to assist you through His Holy Spirit. We know that we live in Him and He in us because He has given us His Spirit. Ask God privately and fervently for your own personal discernment to see through deceptions that have captivated your mind and emotions. One of the most profound discoveries I ever made in the Bible is the promise I dedicated my life to five decades ago. Yes, if you cry out for discernment, and if you lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her discernment as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God from Proverbs chapter 2. God help us all. This is such an important message for you to share. Please connect with the podcast of Reclaiming Your Legacy at reclaimyourlegacy.com. And when you're there, please pray about partnering with us to help more people discover truths that will literally set them free from the captivity of ignorance. Know God's will, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning and by craftiness and deceitful schemes. This is Dennis Peterson. I'm so glad we got to be together for these few minutes, and I look forward to being with you next time.